is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. How's everybody feeling? Straight up at 12 o'clock, March the 3rd. It's Friday. Somehow, just by doing this, Every day for oh, about the past seven years or so, I'm I'm wildly unprepared. Don't have the headphones plugged up. Don't have the uh, don't have the show lineup handed over to Ryan yet. I got I got nothing going on. We don't even have anything plugged up on this side of the glass. It's Friday though. What a disaster! I can't even get the headphones plugged in. Like the whole entire there we go. The whole entire box is not even set up. Goodness gracious! All right, all right. Uh, Whew, clearly, clearly I am not in March Madness form. I would have been knocked out, like failed to even qualify for a conference tournament. That's the kind of uh, status I'm at today. But hopefully, as we go along here over these next couple of hours, I can I can kind of get my game face on for what should be a busy and, and fun weekend. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today on the Workday Red Zone. Again, we'll be here with you today until 2 o'clock on the Ticket Radio Network. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial and then also... Online at 953thetickets.com. We are streaming on your TuneIn app as well. You can get that downloaded to your smartphone. Search for KNEA, and then that way you can take us with you wherever you might go. If you want to shout at us today, hope it's a good day on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. That number is 870-930-3776. Additionally, you can interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash Radio. Is one place to find us and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can use the hashtag WDRZ to find today's KavanaughCars.com question. Of course, I am Kara Richie, joined today for the full two hours by producer Ryan James. That's right. Yep. We kicked Alex out because he, you know, we had been on a streak where if Alex produced for the whole two hours, A State won, and that, you know, that streak got snapped, so we, we kicked him to the curb. Yep, that's what's, that's what's happened to Alex today. So Ryan is our good luck charm today. We'll see how that, that's actually not what happened. Alex has got, yeah, we've got right. so much going on with all of our sports programming. Alex has other duties. Uh, he's helped us out big this week, but now of course, Ron will be here today. So that's right. Help us, uh, help us head into the weekend. Uh, looking at what all we got going on today. Of course, let's start with, with Arkansas State and the season is over for a state men's basketball. Red Wolves wrapped up their 22, 23 slate with a 69-53 loss to Troy in the second round of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. The Red Wolves had a double-digit lead with nine minutes remaining, but were unfortunately unable to hold on. Marquise Davis, the leading scorer there with 21 points, so another another season high for him. And A-State closes the year with a 13-20 and record. More on the game, more on the future, more on A-State in general throughout today's show. Meanwhile, the A-State women's basketball team hopes... Hopes that they could stay in Pensacola a little bit longer as they're going to be taking on Southern Miss in the quarterfinals of the league tournament today. 
The teams met twice in the regular season with the Eagles claiming both wins. Game time is at 5 on the ticket right here. Uh, also this weekend, A-State baseball continues its 12-game homestand with a series against Missouri State. It looks like I think the rain has moved out in Jonesboro. However, they're still not playing tonight. Um, I, bet, <laughs> I bet there's a lake in right field, to be honest with you. Uh, the teams are going to play two tomorrow, beginning at two. And then they're going to wrap up that series Sunday at one. And uh, you'll be able to hear tomorrow's games here on the ticket. Uh, if there is an A-State women's basketball conflict coming up on Sunday, which I certainly hope there is, then you'll hear those A-State baseball games on KBTM. In additional action coming up this weekend, Arkansas basketball is going to wrap up its regular season in Fayetteville against Kentucky. Saturday's game time set for 1 o'clock, I think. I think that's everything we're going to get into today. I do want to give you a heads up uh, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. In fact, right at 1. We're going to catch up with voice of A-State women's basketball, Cade Carlton. Uh, you flash back to Wednesday, and we talked with Cade at 1 o'clock on, on Wednesday's show. And, you know, recapped the Red Wolves' first win and looked ahead of that game against Georgia Southern. And, well, that game against Georgia Southern went pretty well. It was incredibly exciting, at least. And, of course, A-State came out on top and extended their tournament run. So, so I'm not saying that we're superstitious here on the program, but maybe just a little stitious. So, since we talked to Kate on Wednesday, I thought it would be a good idea for us to talk with him again today. Uh, so, again, Kate Carlton. Joining the program with us today at 1 o'clock, I guess he'll give us a phone call from the beach again, which I would hate on it, but hey, why not? It worked on Wednesday. So, again, 1 o'clock is when he will join us. I will also hear some audio sometime today from uh, Mike Bellotto, probably a little bit from assistant coach Casey Stanley as well. We'll try and work that in here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. But let's go ahead and throw out the CavanaughCars.com question today, and I want to know how you would describe the 22-23 season for Arkansas State men's basketball. Whenever a season ends, you know, it always feels, at least to me, no matter what kind of a season it was, a little bit a little bit deflating. And no matter necessarily what overall is, is going on with the program, I know I just always, I feel for the players, always, always hate it for the players. Uh, especially, especially after a year like this that just included so much adversity uh, from beginning to end and, and so many health issues, particular, particularly health and injury adversity. Uh, it was just a tough row for A-State to hoe for a whole lot of this season. And, you know, that even came up last night where all of a sudden you looked up and in a, a crucial couple of minutes there for about a minute total, uh, you had to walk on on the court because A-State didn't have anybody else they could possibly put out there. So, this season is uh, is over. Uh, I do hope that some of these injured Red Wolves can can be put in some bubble wrap and put in some ice or, or whatever and, and get healthy for whatever is ahead. But again, how would you describe this year? And that is our KavanaughCars.com question. I've got some things here that I need to work on just quickly behind the scenes. So, I tell you what, we're going to step aside and take our first break of this noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. And when we come back, we'll start by recapping the game before we look ahead to anything else. Again, the season-ending loss to Troy. We'll have some audio to throw at you as well. So that is on the way after we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. March Madness is here. 
and Mr. T's is a slam dunk when it comes to getting ready for tournament action. Stock up on everything you need with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, make a fast break to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Tohatsu Outboard offers four-stroke motors from 2.5 to 250 horsepower, and all with a five-year warranty. Built with their one-of-a-kind direct injection technology, Tohatsu has revolutionized environmental performance, uncompromising their pursuit of durable and lightweight outboard motors. And with interest rates as low as 4.99% financing, now is the time to get a new Tohatsu motor from Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. Call Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart or click on maxbw.com. Great service and competitive prices. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Race Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Trucks, clothes, and fashion have changed drastically over the 68 years our family has been in the car business. But one thing that hasn't changed is the Glensane commitment to serving our customers and communities. Throughout our history, our customers and employees have become family. Our history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships have kept our customers coming back for over four generations. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, the Glensane dealerships look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admired so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. You get 24 hours. You spend most of it working or sleeping, and your family gets the leftovers. How would you like to change that? Two words, carpe diem. It means seize the day. How? By making every day count. Whether you're laughing, eating, praying, in deep conversation, or just taking some free time, be intentional and do these things with your family. For tips and creative ways to make every day count, visit facebook.com slash make every day count. 
This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Ryan with you on a Friday. We'll have phone lines open for a lot of today's show at 9303776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. This noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. How would you describe the season that was for Arkansas State men's basketball? We'll look ahead to the future uh, in the next segment because obviously when you're at the end of, of one year, you immediately start looking ahead to the next and there's a lot of really massive questions uh, that are going to be surrounding this program in the offseason. But I want to I start just by recapping what we saw yesterday. Before we get into any of the big picture conversations, I just want to look back on, on how the season ended for Arkansas State men's basketball. Again, it was a 63-59 final uh, yesterday in Pensacola with Troy knocking the Red Wolves out of the tournament and ending the season. Of course, that was a third time A-State had lost to Troy this season. All of the games kind of were were similar in the fact that at the end of the day, usually it was Troy's defense stepping up big. And this game that unfolded in Pensacola is actually eerily similar to the one that unfolded in Jonesboro uh, back earlier in, in February where A-State had control of the game for a little bit and it got to the end and Troy just did a couple more things right and, and Arkansas State was not able to hold on. This one, you know, started well enough for A-State in the sense that, you know, in the first half, A-State shot it at a 48% clip uh, compared to just 32% for Troy. You had a lot of different things that went well for the Red Wolves in the first half. You had some more hot shooting from Marquise Davis as he hit a couple of early threes and he led all scorers at the break with 10 points. You had Terrence Ford, who was already contributing big as he had Uh, nine points at the break. You had A-State holding its own against a very, very good rebounding team at the break. And and you just had, uh, you know, even though A-State had a few more turnovers uh, early than maybe we've seen a ton of, Troy was not able to really take advantage of those and and turn those necessarily into any points. So you had A-State up four at the break. And, of course, the big news right at the beginning of that game yesterday was the fact that Caleb Fields was able to be out there somehow, some way. Not only was he out there, but in the first half, you know, he looked pretty good uh, for the most part. He did have a few more turnovers than he's had as of late, but it was it was three. It's not like it was some insane seismic amount. And he was just he was being just as aggressive as you need Caleb Fields to be. And he had eight points in the first half. And so, you know, you you continued in the second half, and it was a little bit more of the same, except perhaps possibly even better, as Arkansas State was able to continue uh, playing well defensively and slowly but surely the Red Wolves added to the lead somewhat Uh, they managed to push it up uh, just uh, you know nothing huge it's not like A-State went on some massive run out of the break basically Troy would hit one bucket and then and then A-State would hit two and then Troy would hit one and A-State would hit a couple more and then the next thing you know after a Marquise Davis three with about nine minutes left A-State was up 12 and you just you felt like if A-State could just make a couple more plays that they could put it away. Except they didn't. 
with eight minutes and 39 seconds left. You had Troy get fouled and uh, hit one hit one free throw, get the offensive round rebound, nail a three. On the other end, A-State missed a three. Troy got the rebound, hit another shot. It seems like in the blink of an eye, the lead went from 12 to 5. It was a quick 7-0 run in about a minute and 40 seconds for the Trojans. And I started to get a little bit uncomfortable at that point in time. One of the things that kind of hurt A-State a little bit is right after A-State got up those 12 points, you had a situation where Terrence Ford, I don't know what, Terrence Ford like got popped in the face or something, had a contact pop out that they couldn't fix immediately, so he actually had to sub out of the game. And A-State was like out of players at that point in time practically, so what happened, you had a walk-on on the court uh, for the for what, for what a you know winner-go-home game in the quarterfinals. And Nicholas Tingling was was out there for about a minute. And in in that minute, Troy added another four points. Now, they got Ford back in there as quick as they could, as as quick as he could see again. They got him back on the court. But you already felt like the momentum had shifted pretty significantly to to the Trojans. And then after that, it just kind of kept going. Next thing you know... After a couple more shots, after another big Troy three, they had the lead with two minutes and 40 seconds to go, and it was a lead they never, never relinquished. A-State was able to keep it close. You know, Troy certainly didn't pull away. It was it was eventful until the final second and the final play. But ultimately, I mean, I, I know watching that team last night, I just felt like it was a team that had nothing left. And, and I don't mean that from a heart perspective. I don't mean that from a mentality perspective or an effort perspective or a give-a-damn perspective or anything like that. I mean, physically, I felt like I was watching a team that was running on fumes and that was just trying to, that had been out of gas for, for who knows how many miles and was just praying they could find a, a hill somewhere to coast into the gas station. That's what I felt like I was watching. And that's not something I blame anybody for. That was just a team that had been so short-handed for so long. That's just what they looked like at the end. Once the the Red Wolves got up to that double-digit lead with nine minutes to play, we mentioned really not a lot went right after that. They were out-rebounded in the final nine minutes, nine to two. They turned it over five times to just one to Troy, and he had a little bit of unluckiness in there as well. I know one of those turnovers uh, for A-State was when, when Terrence Ford slipped on the logo uh, because there was too much condensation and, and some moisture on the court. And, I mean, what do you do there? So you had that going on. Um, A-State hit three of its last eight shot attempts while Troy was seven for 12. Just Once it started going Troy's way, it went Troy's way. We're going to hear some audio here in just a moment from Mike Bellotto as he recaps that season-ending loss. But, hey, we do have the phone lines open, 930-3776. Let's shout at Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? Miss Karen. I heard Miss Lisa. I think it was yesterday on the phone on the sports show. Mm-hmm. 
they were saying something about pulling their hair out when she's watching Arkansas. If she keeps pulling her hair out, she ain't going to have no hair. But, but she needs to keep her hair. She does. She needs to keep it. Because she said she was going, ooh. She, she's getting frustrated. She was pulling her hair out. So, Miss Lacey, you need to keep your hair. And uh, I'm going to say, go Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, is they State women still in it? They play tonight at 5. Play tonight at 5. Let's go, Wade State. Lady Red Wolves, let's, let's win this. And uh, they'll get a big victory for, for old Red Wolf Mark here. And Miss Kara. And uh, I'm going to say go to all the high school teams. And go, go to Nelson Raiders, and uh, they're, they're going to get a big win. And go everybody in Jonesboro, and we'll say all righty. All righty. He leaves the phones open at 9303776. Let's hear a couple of clips from Coach Mike Bellotto following last night's 63-59 season-ending loss to Troy at the Pensacola Bay Center. And uh, we'll start here with, with Coach Bellotto's opening comments uh, immediately beginning his postgame. Yeah, well, first of all, I want to congratulate Troy. Um, I'm very fond of Coach Cross and the way he runs his program. I think they're really good. Um, I've always admired him, even back when he was at Texas Arlington. So I wish him the best of luck. They got great kids, and he does an excellent job. Um, you know, today was a game that, that came down to really one thing, in my opinion, was second chance points. Um, you know, the statue doesn't really show it. It shows only 13, but... What they don't show is when they get the ball back and you foul them and they get another possession and they hit a shot. Under our stats, we count that a second chance. And I think it was like 22 for the game. So you look at those points, um, we're big. You know, and I, I thought defensively, for the most part, if you look at the, the numbers, we did a very good job on them. They shot 35% from the field. It was just those second chance points. If we take away those, the percentage goes down even more. Um, Offensively, down the stretch, they picked up the pressure a little bit. I thought we had some good looks. We missed some, you know, but there's nothing you can ask for more offensively than guys taking shots when they're open. So, you know, congratulations to them. It's been a tough year with all the injuries and guys playing out of position, fighting every day and playing extremely hard for me and for this university. So I commend them um, for giving me all the effort. You know, I know the guys aren't in here, but my whole team every day in practice uh, stayed positive and every day listened, were coachable. And that's all I can ask for as a coach with the short numbers. So um, to, to my right, I have junior guard Caleb Fields. I'm really on a roll with my editing skills. <laughs> but yes, Caleb Fields was to his right. And we'll hear him talk about Caleb Fields here in just a moment. Uh, but first, we're going to hear Coach Bellotto talk about what changed. We mentioned A-State got up 12 points with about nine minutes remaining in that game. And then after that, again, it started going Troy's way and just kept go in Troy's way and coach Bellotto talked about talks about what the difference was there so there was there was a 5-0 run um and I think I think Terrence came out of the game because of a contact they got an offensive rebound kick out three punter from right in front of their bench which which um cut it to nine and then we came down we missed and then I had to put Nick in the game we hadn't played all game because we didn't have another guard and I think he got blown by left with by Nelson Phillips and he scored a layup and that was seven and then um, we came down, we missed turnover or something, went out of bounds. I had to put Terrence back in, and then they hit another three. So it was just uh, – they made a flurry. Like, they, they, they hit some good shots. I thought 
one of the threes that Nelson Phillips hit was really tough. I think the only three he hit he was contested, but you know he's a good player. Um, but you know they picked it up defensively and they they shuffled guys in and out. You got to give them credit. I mean they played hard too. I thought our guys did as well. They just they just made more shots during that stretch. And when things get tight like that, you know it, it's you, you got to be more efficient. And I thought we we sped up a little bit at times um, and didn't get the shot we wanted. But you know then again. For the most part, we kept. I think we had the lead for 26 minutes in the game, so that shows our resilience. And just it was just that stretch between the 8:55 minute mark and about the four minute mark or 3:53. I can remember it was. I think it was a three point game. To where is where it shifted. We've talked a lot about about Caleb Fields uh, this season, rightfully so, the team leader, um, the guy who was questionable going into yesterday's game. It was a game-time decision following that game on Tuesday where he took a hard fall. He didn't play in the final seven minutes. Uh, he was back on the game, at the, back on the bench at the end of that game, but uh, clearly wearing some kind of brace or padding or something with, with his broken wrist. And uh, Coach Bellotto talks about his his resilience, his, his perseverance and just everything Caleb Fields has, has meant and done for this team this year. Yeah, um, but a lot of people, I mean, I've talked about it a lot, you know, ju just because not only do our fans and everybody else, but also you know, when you're talking about a young man that you're either going to hire for a job or even plan to play, you know, pay to play for money at the, at the professional level, you have to understand his toughness. You know, a lot of coaches kind of hide injuries. Um, people need to know what this kid has been through. Oh, he, he, he fractured his wrist December 22nd and has not missed a practice and has not missed a game um, and refuses to sit. I, I even He'll tell you, I even told him, if we want to shut you down, I'll do it. I know it's a sacrifice. He says, Coach, there's no way I'm sitting out. So that, that shows you his toughness and that shows you his maturity and his leadership qualities. And you can't ask for more than a young man that plays with a, literally a broken bone um, to play every game, every minute. And it wasn't like he was in practice chilling out on the side. He was in practice every day. So uh, I love him for that. We've been together for four years now. It's, you know, it's no surprise to me, um, but I'm even more surprised at the fact of his toughness just, just from this year. I know he was tough. I didn't know he was that tough. So I'm, I'm happy that he's, he's playing for me. And then a follow-up from Mitchell for Caleb. How much pain were you really playing through, and did you ever consider not playing today? Was that the end of the clip, or did it have the answer on there? Okay, yes. Yeah. What is wrong with me? Um, <laughs> and the answer that we did not share with you, which you weren't actually supposed to hear the question either, but I'm just in rare form apparently. But, you know, Fields was asked, you heard the question there about whether or not, you know, he considered not going. And he said, look, it, it was winter, go home. Wasn't an option. And that, yes, he is still in, in quite a bit of pain. Uh, but... Uh, but it just kind of is what it is. Um, that was, you know, some audio there from, from Coach Bellotto when he was doing his Sunbelt Q&A following the game. But I, I wanted to share some comments with you also from assistant basketball coach Casey Stanley. Because of the way things are kind of timed at the Sunbelt tournament, um, it was actually Coach Stanley that handled post-game Q&A duties on 107.9 K-Fine and the EAB Redwall Sports Network. So, he did the, the post-game Q&A with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, and, and he was, um, honestly, he was emotional after the game, and he talked about just how how he was feeling with, with that one going final in the season ending, and, and especially how this team was feeling um, with that game and, and the season over. 
if, if you were to go into – and I don't know how good I'm going to be at this right now, um, but if you were to go into our locker room right now, everybody's in tears. Like Terrence Ford left everything he can out on the court. Um, it's, it's tough because, you know, obviously you guys see us on game day and, you know, it's a struggle sometimes. But if you understood what some of those guys have been through this year, I, I get emotional just even thinking about it. The fact that Caleb Fields literally has been playing with a broken hand for two months and giving everything he possibly yep. can. And, and we have – there were stretches this year where we had six people in practice that how do you get better? How do you, how do you practice with six people? We have assistant coaches. We have managers. We have people helping out yep. trying to practice. I've never experienced anything like this. And I'm going to be honest, the guys in that locker room could have quit a long time ago. But the fact that they came out every single day and gave their maximum effort, I am so proud of the character of everybody on that team, of everybody on our staff, because this this year was something else, man. And the fact that they kept coming and people kept playing hurt. Caleb Fields could have shut himself down. A.B. could have shut himself down. Legitimately, doctors told them not to practice, not to play, that the season's over. But those guys came back. Like, like the kid A.B., we don't talk enough about him. He came back just to practice. They told him yep. he could hurt his hand more by, 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 by performing, and he just wants to come back just so we could practice. That's hard. And, 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 and I'm sorry I'm rambling. I'm sorry I'm emotional. But no, that's, that, 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 that's heartbreaking. One more clip here from, from Coach Stanley. You know, we saw some of the guys here. You know, go go out fighting, and, and what I mean by that is, is you know, this is the last game of their collegiate career for Marquise Davis, who you know wrapped up, uh, wrapped up his season with with another season high, twenty one points. Um, Omar El Sheikh did not have quite as successful of a day uh, in terms of his last collegiate outing, but uh, again, Coach Stanley mentions that that they, along with with their teammates, continue to fight in this one. Yeah, and and, and that's the thing that you're never. This business, it, you never forget, you know, when guys play their last game and it's their last time playing and it's time to enter the real world. And, you know, watching Omar just in a ball of tears in the locker room, I just felt for him. You know, yeah. his his college career hasn't gone the way he wanted it to. You know, he, he battles injury for three years at Fairfield, has to transfer to Division uh, two, and then COVID. And the fact that he got his chance to, 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 to live college this year and, to, to be a major player on a, on a Division One team, you know, and then to see it end like this. And I, I feel for him because, you know, obviously he didn't have the game he wanted to. And our margin, because of our numbers, our margin for error is so so small, you know, so so few guys. I mean, we had to put Nick Tingling, the walk-on, in because Mark, um, because Terrence had his um, contact knocked yeah. out. And, like, like the fact that we have to, to experience things like that, and it's, I'm telling you, this is a year I'll never forget, but, but it's this group that just kept fighting and, and never quit and, and played their best basketball at the end of the year. We could sit here and go through stats and all that. Look, you, you guys know where to find that. We're not going to sit here and just read the box score to you. But, you know, with our question today and asking you how would you describe this, this season for Arkansas State men's basketball, I truly hope somebody, somebody out there uses the word resilient. Because there are big questions about this program that we're about to, to get to in just a moment. Whether you like the coaching staff or do not like the coaching staff, whether you want the head coach to stay, whether you do not want the head coach to stay. I hope none of that clouds your judgment of the type of effort the players 
had to put out there to continue to keep going in a situation like this, in a season like this. They deserve all the praise. They deserve all the kudos. Uh, I know record-wise, you're saying, all right, well, this team is 13-20. and 20. No, it's not a good record. It's not a good enough record to build a program on. But it's, it was certainly not through any fault of the players. They gave everything they could for as long as they could. And it really did look like last night with about my, nine minutes left physically. They just didn't have anything left. Now, big picture discussion. But we'll take a break first. What's going to happen next? Uh, let's step aside as we need to hit pause in this noon hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. And we'll dive into that after the break here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Rice falling, most everything else up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 648 and a quarter, up 10 and a half, with May corn at 642, up 8 and a quarter. March soybeans at 1533 and a half, up 13 and three quarters, with May soybeans at 1521 and a half, up 12 and a quarter. March wheat at 696 and three quarters, down four and a half, with May wheat at 714 and a quarter, up one and a half. May cotton at 8447, up 76, with July cotton at 8518, up 77. May rice at 1739 and a half, down 20, with September rice at 1590, down 28 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle 165, 12 and a half, up 102 and a half. With June live cattle 160, 47 and a half, up 102 and a half. March feeder cattle 189, 82 and a half, up 125. With April feeder cattle 195, 85, up $2. April lane hogs at 84, 62 and a half, up 77 and a half. With May lane hogs 93, 12 and a half, up 25. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying corn and milo direct from local producers in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, before you book your 23-24 corn and milo, call Pico Foods. Pico Foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo right now at competitive prices. The eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a four-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and milo from farmers year-round and at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870 870- 202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. The landscape of media has changed, and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters twice as credible as major news outlets. Farm Radio continues to be timely, accurate, and credible. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve. And that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, 
We're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card for no credit-needed financing options. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. New now we're brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors, 972-0180 is where you can reach out to them if you need to find out some more information about how you can, well, just make your office look a little bit better, look a little bit more comfortable, uh, just uh, make a great first impression for your clients. They can help you with all of that. And, uh, again, give them a ring, 870-972-0180 for David Martin Office Interiors. We've been asking you today how you would describe the season. That just wrapped up for Arkansas State men's basketball, but of course now that the season is over, you got to do some looking ahead, and there are some significant big picture questions that need to be answered for this program. And you guys know what they are. It's the fact that you know Mike Bellotto now has one year left on his contract, and that is going to have to be a situation that 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 is evaluated. Uh, whether that means the end of his contract, whether that means an extension to his contract, yeah. You can't not do anything, Um, and we'll explain the reasons why here in just a moment. First, though, I do want to share one more clip with you from Mike Bellotto as Logan Whaley of KIT asked him yesterday. You know what? What's next for this program? What? What are? What? What is in the immediate future? What's? What's about to happen? And here's his response. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out recruiting next week, and I'm gonna meet with my returners uh, the week after, and start getting into individual instruction. I'm gonna talk to the seniors about their potentials of playing pro basketball. Uh, Keith and Omar both have a chance. We've talked to different uh, pro scouts and different agents. You know, we're gonna do those meetings next, and then Dylan trying to get him an internship in Little Rock at the Capitol because he wants to go into the government. Um, so he, he's a young man that'll be in the government one day, Congress, because that's the type of kid he is. So we'll do all that, but nothing. You know, we're doing everything the same. I mean, I, I plan to uh, rebuild the roster in certain ways and, and some holes that we had and get guys healthy. You know, people forget we had at one point eight scholarship guys out. So it's tough to play like that. But again, there's no excuses. The guys that played gave all they had. So that's the plan moving forward. So business as usual is how Mike Bellotto is set to operate here uh, following the Red Wolves getting back to Jonesboro. Um trying to figure out how I want to want to phrase this exactly again this was a a 13 and and 20 season and if it was possible to just like wipe away just this season I I would I feel like this season is is 100% in need of a pass um just a just epic amount of injuries that a state had to to battle through I'm if you're just basing it off this one season 
okay. But this is this was year six for Coach Bellotto. I, I've said publicly that I felt like the, the program is in need of a reset, and I continue to, to stand by, by that. You know, I love the effort. I love the determination. I love the mentality that this team played with down the stretch. But at a certain point in time, I, I also as a fan need to see more wins moving forward. And really, it's not this year that I'm, I'm hung up on. I keep flashing back to, to last year where this team won 15 games against Division I opponents and only won one game in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. And last year was the best year of the Bellotto era. You had a player that was a double-double machine, best player in the league, not even close. You had a top-five scorer in program history on last year's team. You had a guy who is now a, a sixth man for a top-ten team in all of college basketball. And that team underachieved. And that team still finished in the bottom half of net rankings, Ken Pomeroy rankings, you know, overall measurements of college basketball. If the best you can do is still in the bottom half of all your peers, for me, that is not good enough. Now, ultimately, obviously, not my call to make, and I'm pretty sure right now, anybody who says they know for sure What's about to happen is a liar. Unless your name is Jeff Purinton. <laughs> we don't know how he's going to operate here. He's he's never been in this position to make this call. We have not seen him make any... There have been a ton of things that have gone on behind the scenes that don't necessarily always register for us as fans. You know, apparel contracts and, and licensing contracts and things like that. There's been There have been some big decisions he's already had to make behind the scenes. But in terms of like big public decisions, this is it. And this is not a situation, by the way, where a state can stand pat. You either have to move on or you have to extend. And the reason for that is because if if you don't extend and you leave your coach out there on a one-year contract, that's going to be used heavily, heavily against the program in recruiting. And I don't necessarily mean high school because, of course, now if you're a high school player and you go to a program you don't love, you can go somewhere else. But teams are no longer put together on high school recruits alone. Not even close to it. A coach on a one-year contract, that would be used heavily, heavily against you in the portal. Because anybody else who's courting the same guy that you are, what are they going to say? They're going to say, hey, that program that you want to go and commit to does not have enough faith in your head coach to make sure he's going to be there for the rest of your career. So you're going to use your one-time free transfer, and then you know what's going to happen? You're going to get stuck. And it might not be with the coach that you originally committed for. So this is not a do-nothing situation for Jeff Purinton. He has to act in some way, shape, or form. Now, ultimately, it's hard to talk about anything else with the future of the program unless you know who and, and what the leadership looks situation looks like, and we don't know that. I know from a, a personnel standpoint, you know, we can tell you definitely. Marquise Davis, Omar El-Sheikh, and Dylan Arnett are gone. Uh, that is because they have used up their eligibility. They have graduated. They will be departing the program. So you know that. Uh, there is a player that signed in the early period. So, of course, looking at that, you... You have uh, one incoming player in Caleb Bird, who signed with Arkansas State back in November. 
Uh, he was a he's a guard out of Eastern Florida State College. And he was in his sophomore season. Of course, when this press release was put out in November, the season had had just begun. So I haven't kept up uh, on on notes about Caleb Caleb Bird lately. But again, he signed back in in November. All of the other players: Terrence Ford, Caleb Fields, Avery Feltz, Mac Seal, Aladdin Butai, Dietrich Reeves. Farrington, Ford, Tingling, Luol, St. Pierre, Nelson, and Jackson. On, on paper, you know, those guys can come back. But of course, we know the portal has changed anything and everything about how how rosters are, are viewed for the future. I would anticipate that Ford will have a significant number of suitors. But again, this is not a do-nothing situation for Arkansas State. In terms of, you know, when, if there were, if there was a change to be made, when would that happen? Well, I highly doubt it would happen before March 16th. With the way Mike Bellotto's contract is structured, when he got his extension last year, if the university terminates his contract without cause, before March 15th, the university would pay as liquidated damages the entire amount owed under his contract. So that would be the full salary. 375k and some change. However, if you wait until March 16th, the buyout drops to $187,500 due to the fact that None of the benchmarks that were put into the contract were hit, which was a regular season Sunbelt Conference championship. That was a no. Ten regular season wins against Sunbelt Conference opponents. That was a no. And a bid into either the NCAA tournament or the NIT. I feel fairly confident that those will both be no's. So now, again, that uh, that contract drops down to, that buyout drops down to 187.5. Now, could there be a, another situation arise that we don't know about? Could A-State not be able to pay that? I don't know. I don't really feel like this program is rolling in dough right now. You'd like to think that surely if they want to make a move that they could scrounge up 187.5. You would think. But I don't exactly have the A-State bank account balance for athletics sitting in front of me either, so... So, right now, we will just have to wait and see. See what the future looks like for this program. Again, I would not anticipate any news for the next 12 days. March 16th, uh, the day that would be the first day that that A-State could or would act. So, I tell you what, uh, we're, we're really overdue for a break here. We need to step aside and take one. But we'll come back and open up the phone lines for the last quick segment. Of the noon hour, 9303776, the number to call will return after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Nothing. 
This is Above the Noise. The NBA regular season will officially end in a little over a month. And when you start to look around the landscape of the league, it's been a crazy year. Plenty of places to start. How about after 16 consecutive losing seasons? The Kings sitting in third place in the Western Conference. The Kings currently three games ahead of the defending champion Warriors and the Luka Doncic-led Mavs. And when you transition away from team success, this season has also had some incredible individual achievements as well. The Joker looks well on his way to becoming the fourth player ever to win three consecutive MVPs. LeBron James became the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Dame Lillard and Donovan Mitchell both scored over 70 in a game. And G-leaguer Mac McClung won the dunk contest. That's an unprecedented year. And with the league standings unconventionally close as we head into the final 20 games, this season has the potential to get even better. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. If you're a regular listener, you know I always recommend Simply Safe Home Security, but I'm not the only one. U.S. News and World Report said Simply Safe, best home security system of 2023. CNET recently awarded them their editor's choice for home security. Customize the perfect system for your home. Takes just a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafedan.com, and there is no safe. Like simply say, farmers, before you book your 2324 corn and Milo, call Pico Foods. Pico Foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and Milo right now at competitive prices. The eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth generation family owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and Milo from farmers year round and at always competitive prices. Call today in Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870 202 7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601 670 Stop what you're doing right now. Did you hear about Unique Ink sorority sale? You can get three sorority shirts for just $35 in their boutique while supplies last. Three super girly Greek shirts for just $35? Now that's worth brushing for. And their boutique isn't just t-shirts. They have adorable gifts, accessories, home goods, and more ready to buy or customize. When you think the best boutique, think Unique Ink. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. Get guaranteed low prices from a trusted local name at Bills Cost Plus. At Bills, you always save big with all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. This week, certified Angus Select boneless top sirloin steaks, $5.98 a pound. Prairie Fresh pork steaks or Boston-style ribs, $1.98 a pound. 12 packs of Pepsi products, $4.77 each. And a two-pound package of red ripe strawberries, $2.99. Visit BillsCostPlus.com and like them on Facebook. Bills Cost Plus with three locations in Jonesboro. If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov slash plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Last couple of minutes here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. We've got a quick second for open phones at 930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline, uh, which, uh, of course... Is brought to you by Ritter Communications, Right Fiber, an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, plus you get unlimited data. So you can check and see if it is available for your area at rightfiber.com. How would you describe the 22-23 season for Arkansas State men's basketball? Uh, when we get into hour two, we're going to shift the conversation to women's hoops. And in fact, starting... That 1 o'clock hour, we're going to have a phone call with voice of A-State women's basketball, Cade Carlton. He, I am assuming, will be calling us from a beach chair somewhere because that's what he did on Tuesday, or excuse me, on Wednesday, and I I can't even be a hater about it. Turns out it worked out pretty well as Arkansas State ended up uh, coming away with an 81-76 overtime winner against Georgia Southern. Let's go right to the phones here. I'm going to answer this live on air bravely. Who's with us? This is Al Presley. Hey, Al. How are you? Retired faculty. I'm doing fine, and this is uh, not really relevant to today, but for sometimes in the future, would you please tell us why we do not have a men's tennis team at ASU? Well, I know that part of it probably has to do with with Title IX. Um, You have to be able to have and and fund roughly the same amount of, of women's athletes as you do men's athletes. And right now, A-State needs to add a, a women's team before they do anything else. Well, they have a women's tennis team, but they need a women's in something else is what you're saying? Yes, yes. They need to, yeah. to be able to add more more uh, women's scholarships. That's one of the well, reasons. You work, on that. you work on that because I have a grandson who is on the team in Arlington High School in Tennessee, and he wants to come to ASU where Papa is. Uh, retired from uh and he wants to play tennis out of 12 people they have on the team he ranks number three and he, nice. he may not qualify for a scholarship but he's pretty high you know and yeah. so i'd i'd i wish we had a men's team so you work on that okay i will see what i can find out al <laughs> okay dear thank you you're welcome yeah unfortunately that's that's not really something that i've heard a lot of conversations about you know, by all accounts, uh, the the next team that A-State would be adding would be softball uh, because, again, you need to add a women's sport. I don't know if there's any other discussions about about anything else. Um, you know, we know that Sunbelt has recently added beach volleyball. I know that uh, equestrian is something I've seen mentioned before. Wrestling is starting to grow in popularity. I'm not sure. Haven't heard a lot of conversations about men's tennis, so apologies that I don't have more info for you, Al. We need to step aside as that wraps up our noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. When we come back at 1, we're going to hear from voice of A-State women's basketball, Cade Carlton, going to recap a thriller of a win uh, in the second round for Arkansas State women's basketball and tell us what's ahead with tonight's quarterfinals matchup against Southern Miss. That is all on the way after this. Hope you keep it right here with us for more of the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plants and Tire Service. Leading by 12 with 8.55 to go. Arkansas State saw their season come to an end in the second round of the Sunbelt Tournament in Pensacola, Florida yesterday. Troy finished the game on a 24-8 run to pull out a 63-59 win. Marquise Davis with a game high 21 for A-State who finished this season at 13-20. The A-State women in the quarterfinals of the Sunbelt Tournament in Pensacola this afternoon as they take on Three seed Southern Miss tip off at around five pregame 4:30 here on the Ticket Radio Network and a game high 21 points from Sailor Poppenbarger not enough as Arkansas losing today in the SEC Women's Tournament quarterfinals in Greenville, South Carolina, falling to number one South Carolina 93-66. The Hogs right now at 21 and 12. We'll have to wait to see if they make the NCAA tournament. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. The National Wrestling Federation returns to the Greene County Fairgrounds in Paragold, Arkansas this Saturday, March 4th at 7.30 p.m. for a fundraiser for Faith Fellowship Youth. Five big matches on the card. Tickets are only $10 for adults and $5 for children age 12 and under. Brought to you by Grateful Heads, Oak Grove Feed, Nutrition Up, Broken Spoke Tire, SCM Pond, Brick Oven Pizza, Fence Builders Incorporated, and Baker Implement. That's the National Wrestling Federation at the Greene County Fairgrounds in Paragold this Saturday evening, bell time, 7.30 p.m. It's your lucky month at Local Tire and Wheel. Save some green the entire month of March as Local Tire and Wheel is taking $150 off any set of tires. I mean, you don't need the luck of the Irish and you don't need a lucky rabbit's foot. Because everyone saves green this month at Local Tire and Wheel. Where we're changing the way you buy your tires. With easy payment plans to fit every budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. And the best prices in town on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. Local Tire and Wheel realizes that most of us don't budget for tires. But when we need them, we need them. So get the tires you need today with easy payment options and six months, same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay? Plus, all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. It's your lucky month. Save some green the entire month of March as local tire and wheel is taking $150 off any set of tires. Local tire and wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Localtireandwheel.com. And on Facebook, search local tire and wheel Jonesboro. After such a wild winter, your lawn and trees deserve some TLC. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service this spring. Broken limbs, storm damage, diseased and dangerous trees, J&K can handle it all from fertilization and treatment to trimming and removal. They'll have your yard happy and healthy again before you know it. Ready for barbecues, tire swings, and running barefoot through the grass. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service today at 897-1329 to get your yard ready for all spring has to offer. J&K Lawn and Tree Service. At Wright Fiber, we're proud to be backed by Ritter Communications, which has a legacy of connecting local communities for more than a century. That tradition of excellence continues with the selection of Wright Fiber as the chosen internet partner for the city of Jonesboro. This means a better, faster connection, plus no hidden fees, no contracts, unlimited data, free installation, and Wi-Fi. As Jonesboro's chosen partner, we're excited to finally bring Jonesboro residents the internet you deserve. Right Fiber by Ritter Communications. Right by you. 
Visiting with Sunbelt champion sprinter Miles Thomas. Whatever the answer is, give me the honest answer. When you got in the blocks for the final of the 60, are you racing those dudes or were you racing Jalen Bacon? Yeah, I, I knew I was going to beat those guys. I knew I knew that wasn't the race. You just you asked him to be honest. Yeah. He's being honest. Yeah, it was more so I was racing that time. Racing the 656, yeah. Jalen Bacon. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. T-minus four hours until tip-off. For Arkansas State and Southern Miss women's basketball quarterfinals in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament in Pensacola. The Red Wolves, of course, coming off of a thriller, thriller of a win Wednesday night. And, you know, if you flash back to Wednesday's show, right at 1 o'clock, we caught up with voice of Arkansas State women's basketball, Kate Carlton, to preview that game. So it worked on Wednesday. Why not try to get on Friday as he's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Kate, are you on the same spot on the beach as you were when we talked to you a couple days ago? Uh, I am not. Uh, I figured, you know, 25-mile-an-hour winds with uh, a little bit of rain would not uh, would not sound good over the air if I was on the beach. So I just uh, decided to come up to my hotel. But I have a view of the beach, if that counts. And that does count. We'll hope so anyways. Okay. We'll cross our fingers and, and say that it counts for, for our purposes today. Have you been able to sit down since that one went final on Wednesday night? Yeah, I... Uh... I I guess I didn't come back down to earth until uh, I guess yesterday. Even even in the uh, few hours that uh, I was up after the game, uh, was still just like holy crap! I can't believe that happened. So uh, yesterday, I guess yesterday, whenever I woke up was the, the first time that I kind of like sat down and uh, came back down to earth because I I don't know you know I was trying to go back and just think of all the games I've called. I don't think I've ever called uh, a game quite like that one. It ended up uh, on the scoreboard, Arkansas State 81, Georgia Southern 76 in overtime. But I want to go back and, and look at that one in a lot more detail because, again, it was it was a great game pretty much from beginning to end. It, it certainly helped for Arkansas State in that one on Wednesday that they got off to just an incredible start there in the first quarter. As this one began, you know, what were you thinking about the way A-State was playing? Well, I was thinking that uh, I was going to be staying a couple of extra nights in the hotel after the uh, after the first quarter because it looked like this was going to be – uh, and I knew, you know, kind of when uh, when Taryn Ward got into foul trouble there, I knew that A State did not build the lead out big enough in the uh, in the second quarter because I mean, what eight point game, ten point game, whatever it was uh, at the half, and so like I, I knew that Georgia Southern was going to go on a run, and I felt like the, the first five minutes of the third quarter were were going to be crucial. And obviously, Georgia Southern went on their run; they got back into the game, but like they never were able to get up two, three possessions and kind of run away with it. So uh, I thought, you know, to get out to a double-digit lead like they did early on and then, you know, survive Georgia Southern's run and to be able to come back with a run of their own was uh, was pretty impressive. Did it ever look like, you know, when the Eagles were going on that run that, that there was any shakiness at all from A-State? You know, you flash back six weeks, two months ago, and that would have been kind of a, a game killer for A-State. 
Yeah, and maybe not on like the the team's front, but I do. You know, you go to that fourth quarter, and Izzy Higginbottom scores 13 straight, and she's making tough jumper after tough jumper, and you know, trying to will a stay back into the game. And then every time Georgia Southern gets down, it seems like Karen Ward's making a jumper, or they're getting an offensive rebound and getting the second or third chance point. And so, you know, there was probably a stretch. I don't know, maybe three, four minute stretch there to begin the fourth or like every time a state scored, it felt like Georgia Southern scored and they were ahead on the scoreboard. And so it's like, all right, eventually we're, we're going to have to get some stops and rebounds, but I don't know from a team standpoint, you know, just talking uh, at our post game with uh, Izzy and, and Maitland Wilkerson or Izzy and Lauren Pendleton. Uh, I don't know that there was ever a, a point of panic for them, but there was a point in the fourth quarter. Where just, I was like, all right, let's string together a couple of stops and get the lead back here. You already mentioned, I swear it's like you have my, my, my question sheet in front of you because you've already referenced Izzy Higginbottom and, and her incredible play in the fourth quarter. It took her a while to get going on Wednesday, but then once she did, she did a lot of things really, really well. <laughs> yeah, you know, Dez came on post game and uh, mentioned that, you know, to start the fourth quarter, her and Izzy made, uh, made eye contact. Izzy was at uh, – one of the blocks near the A-State bench, and uh, Des just told her, hey, stop thinking. And uh, so she stopped thinking, and she reeled off 13 straight. And it was, I mean, I don't know of any other any other performance uh, that, that comes close to matching up with that, just given the magnitude uh, of the game in A-State women's basketball history, at least over the last few years. Now, there, there may have been some by Dre Gamble that come close, but, I mean, I, I think – Izzy's performance was just kind of legendary stuff and probably, you know, a top five or six performance maybe ever in, uh, for an individual in an A-State women's basketball game because when she took over, I mean, it was yeah. it was unbelievable. Everyone in the arena is oohing out and eyeing and, and rightfully so. I mean, she's hitting turnaround shots. She's hitting three. She's, uh, she's doing everything. I mean, it, it was almost like, you know, watching – playing a video game and turning it on easy mode and then you just rack up a bunch of points. I mean, that's what it felt like watching her. And it was it was pretty special to, to be in the same arena when that was going on. Cade Carlton here with us on the Right Fiber Hotline uh, talking A-State women's basketball. Of course, you know, she didn't certainly did not win that game single-handedly. You get down the stretch there and you had uh, that huge three by, by Anna Griffin. You had the game-tying shot by Lauren Pendleton. You get into OT, and you had some good, uh, some crucial steals from Leilani Ogman. But ultimately, you know, there at the end, what what was it that A-State did that allowed A-State to, you know, put this one away and, and send the Eagles home? Yeah, and I mentioned, you know, L.A. was on uh, our post game. And, uh, I mentioned to her that that shot she hit to, uh, to tie the game and send it to overtime, I mean – it was almost the exact same spot and the exact same shot that she hit in the uh, Lafayette game back in January in, uh, in Lafayette to send it to overtime. And obviously this one was a, a much different result in the scoreboard, but it was, it was kind of crazy how those two shots kind of mirrored each other just from being on the exact same spot of the floor. But, uh, you know, I thought uh, getting out, you know, both teams didn't score the first minute, minute and a half of overtime. And then, you know, A-State's able to get on a quick 6 nothing run. I think Izzy has uh, a couple of baskets in that stretch. And, uh, you know, they're able to get on that 6 nothing run. And then once they kind of did that, you know, Georgia Southern had gotten it to three or two at one point in overtime. But, I mean, they, they kind of were in the driver's seat after that 6 nothing run in, uh, in overtime. And, I mean, you know, for as, for as good as Izzy played, I mean, Anna Griffin hits the three at – 
what, 71-67 to make it a three-point game, and then obviously L.A.'s jumpers. I mean, there were uh, a ton of crucial plays made, and then, you know, Leilani Osmond with the steals. I mean, it, it was uh, it was a pretty uh, well-rounded team effort the last five or six minutes of the game. Talking with Kate Carlton again. That was an 81-76 winner uh, a couple of days ago, and, and now – Five o'clock today, A-State is going to be tasked with trying to knock off three-seed Southern Miss, a team that, you know, the Golden Eagles have, have already beat A-State twice. Uh, looking over these scores, um, game one was not not good in Hattiesburg. It was not. Uh, the third quarter especially was not good. I think, what, 25-2 to two third quarter uh, after it was a uh, two-possession game at the half. So, I mean, I mean, A-State was in it right in it for a half at the the, uh, the third quarter happens, and uh, obviously they weren't in it after that. And then, you know, the the, the game, uh, I guess about a month or so, you know, A-State battled. Uh, I think Southern Miss wound up winning about 9 or 10 uh, on the home floor. But, you know, I think uh, there's something to the saying of it's hard to beat a team three times. And not only that, it's hard to beat a team three times when uh, the team you're trying to beat is probably the hottest team left standing in, uh, in Pensacola. I mean, I – you know, I, I've kind of been able to watch some games and then score track others. I, I don't know of another team that is playing uh, as well-rounded as we are right now. You know, I think uh, Caleb Garner sent us both the uh, tournament stats. Yeah. I mean, he's shooting 40%, 41% as a team. Uh, obviously, Izzy and May Lynn have been great in the scoring department and got some really big minutes from Lauren Pendleton, Leilani Ogman. Uh, and I thought Anna Griffin and, and Melody Kapinga were big on the glass at times the other night. So I just think, you know, your top seven or eight are, are playing as well as they have all year and are playing pretty well-rounded. And so I'm interested to see what, what that matchup uh, looks like tonight. But also on the Southern Miss side, they have one of the top five or six players in the league. So uh, we'll see how that goes. You know, you mentioned Melody Kapinga. There was a scary moment there early in, in that Georgia-Southern game, which kind of knocked knees and, and had to come out for a little bit. Of course, she came back in and, and played, but, you know, sometimes you wonder if a player is able to get right back out there on the court, how much of that is just adrenaline uh, helping them get through it. So everything all, all good there today in terms of her status? Yeah, I think so. I mean, she's, uh, you know, she's been with the trainers uh, here at the hotel and, you know, just kind of going through some uh, – we have like a, a lazy river out in front uh, of the hotel. So just kind of going through some, uh, you know, exercises for that knee in the water. Been doing that the last couple of days. And she's going to be fine. I mean, she was uh, she was at the men's game yesterday and standing up and yelling and going crazy like everyone else on the team. So uh, I think she'll be fine. You know, it was a scary moment uh, because obviously when a player goes down like that and they're yeah. holding their knee and they're down as for as long as she is, you just kind of assume the worst. But – uh, I think she's fine. I think she'll be uh, ready to go today, and I think A-State's going to be a full go. Just had to throw out the whole Lazy River thing, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I, I'm in a predicament <laughs> because uh, my my routine the last two games has been I, I do at least three or four laps on the Lazy River before I go back in and get ready. And now it's like raining and windy, so I'm just going to have to fight through it, I guess. You're just going to have to do mental reps. <laughs> yes. Just mental mental <laughs> reps on the Lazy River. Yes. A couple more questions here with, with Cade Carlton before he goes and does those mental reps. Um, you know, we know that, that A-State, you flash, again, it was it was January the 26th, the last time A-State and Southern Miss played, and, and that was a nine-point win for the Golden Eagles, or the Lady Eagles in Jonesboro. But, you know, is, is anything different about their personnel or their roster? I know they came in kind of hot to this one as well. No, I mean, they, uh, they are red hot. I mean, they, they've won five straight games, uh, and obviously – they they've had a, a full week off. Uh, I think from a from a health standpoint, everyone's uh, 
a full go. Uh, I mean, they have, you know, one of the leading scorers um, in in the Sun Belt and Dominique Davis, who just kind of does it all for them. Uh, you know, a really good rebounder, really good at facilitating uh, as well. And then uh, another post down low that's averaging 11, 12 points a game. And so uh, they're, they're really well balanced. And the thing that, you know, they aren't going to be at the top of, virtually any category in the Sun Belt, but they're, you know, kind of around the middle of the pack and everything. So there's not one thing they're bad at, and they just kind of do everything well. So, I mean, they're, they're a really well-rounded team and uh, obviously going to get up uh, get up and guard you. And so uh, I don't think anything has changed from them from a personnel standpoint. But, uh, I, I mean, I do think A-State is a completely different team than the last time uh, these two met. Uh, I would have liked to have seen – this matchup like in February in the regular season when A-State was uh, was kind of clicking because that Southern Miss game was, I guess, one of the last few games before the, the Coastal game that really kind of turned the season around. Have you seen any in-person smack talk between coaches Connor McNellis and Joy Lee McNellis? <laughs> I've not seen any smack talk. I did, uh, you know, Southern Miss is staying at a Hilton next door to us, and so uh, they their meeting rooms are actually in the hotel that we're staying at. And so last night, uh, you know, they were over here and, and talked uh, with uh, with Joy and Connor for probably I don't know thirty minutes or so. Uh, I never met you know Connor McNellis become a really good friend of mine. I never met uh, his mom, and so you know able to talk with him for uh, a few minutes last night. There, there was no smack talk, okay. uh, but we'll we'll see if that changes uh, depending on the results of the game tonight. Maybe a little side <laughs> eye. Yeah, maybe so. And, and, and you know, it, it's going to be cool. Uh, the, the first time we went to Hattiesburg, uh, you know, they shared a moment pregame. So that'll be cool, uh, especially, you know, because it's a winner-go-home situation yeah. in the conference tournament. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun. All right. So what does A-State have to do tonight to win to avoid going home? I, I mean, I think if they played the, the way they did the final, I'd say, 10 minutes of the game, the final five minutes of regulation and then overtime the other night, uh, they're going to be hard to beat. I mean, I think one of the things that uh, Des and I have talked about a lot is just the, the balanced uh, scoring that they've been able to do throughout the whole month of February, you know, putting uh, two, three, four, and double digits, and then having a, a few more hovering around seven, eight, nine points. So I think, you know, ha- having that balanced scoring, obviously limiting the turnovers, which they've done a pretty good job of, uh, that was one of the, I mean, that was one of the reasons why they uh, jumped out to a big lead on Georgia Southern. They forced them into, 15 first-half turnovers and only had six or seven turnovers of their own in the first half. So uh, I think limiting the turnovers and then uh, obviously the, the rebounding battle is going to be big. Uh, you know, they got out-rebounded by 20 and found a way to, to win against Georgia Southern, but I don't think you can get uh, out-rebounded by 20 tonight against Southern Miss uh, and win. But uh, I, I think this team is locked in. They have a whole lot of confidence, and uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against them tonight or any other night. 5 o'clock is when this one will tip off. You'll hear Cade Carlton, voice of Arkansas State women's basketball at 4.30 for pregame coverage right here on the ticket. Cade, we'll let you get to that lazy river. Thanks for the time today. <laughs> yeah, if we win tonight, so did, are we doing a show on Sunday so we can continue this? I don't I don't know if we need to do like a Zoom interview that we just post on Twitter or, or how do we need to handle You know what? We'll, we will cross that bridge uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. <laughs> All right, sounds good. We'll game plan then. All right, we'll see you. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> I see it. Lazy River has been his pregame routine. Hmm. Ryan, how did we not go to Pensacola? I don't know. 
I'm Meanwhile, li- we're <laughs> sitting here, no donuts, no. <laughs> We're in the studio. Our lazy river was rain all the time. Yeah, there there was a, there was some pretty large puddles in the parking lot this morning. I know. Yeah, I swim in those. I guess. I guess we really, if we really needed to make do, we could have figured it out. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> not fair. Uh, we we do appreciate Cade. You know, penciling us in between the the lazy river and, and the mm-hmm. game, and you know, I'm sure celebratory margaritas tonight or whatever they're doing. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. They're doing cooler stuff than we are, but that's okay. That's okay because we do still have a lot going on uh, in Jonesboro and in Northeast Arkansas this week. You know, a lot of high school tournament action still going on, and also we've got some baseball that's going to be coming up this weekend at the Tom as well. And I think uh, we'll start talking about that series when we come back. A couple more notes on on this upcoming game tonight that we'll throw at you after the break, but some baseball talk on the way as well. We do need to step aside first. Our phone lines will be open during the break at 9303776. We'll be back right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. The Red Wolves baseball team and businesses like yours have more in common than you might think. Both require strategy, teamwork, and technology to succeed. Play ball! Just like the Red Wolves need a strong offense and defense to win games, businesses need strong IT systems to protect their data and keep their operations running smoothly. And just like a successful college baseball program requires a coach with a winning strategy, businesses need a trusted IT partner to guide them to success. So whether you're a college baseball team or a business looking to step up your game, turn to Calmer Solutions. We provide IT services for the modern workforce, and we've got the technology and expertise to help you succeed. Maximize your business's efficiency and play to win with Calmer Solutions. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Hey, John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. 
George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. Buy three, get one free now at Plaza Tire Service. During the tax refund sale at Plaza Tire Service, buy three, get one free on in-stock Falcon Sincera ST80 tires. That's a great set of Falcon tires and an unbeatable value. Plus, we offer convenient financing like the Plaza Tire Service credit card or our no-credit-needed options. Get your best deal on tires and make your tax refund go further with this buy three, get one free offer. For a limited time, buy three, get one free on eligible Falcon Tires exclusively at Plaza Tire Service. Hi, I'm Dale Brown, best-selling techno-thriller author. I'm also a mission pilot and squadron commander in the Civil Air Patrol. The members of the Civil Air Patrol are volunteer professionals who serve their communities and their nation every day with emergency services, aerospace education, and cadet programs. We train hard, we fly hard, and we get the job done for America. Join the Civil Air Patrol. Visit www.gocivilairpatrol.com and let's go flying. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Asking you today, how would you describe the season for Arkansas State men's basketball? And that is our KavanaughCars.com question today. So, again, you can wait on the phones. You can wait on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. And uh, I guess you could always, you know, put up smoke signals or send up a flare if you want to communicate that way. But I just feel like, you know, the phone or social is probably probably going to be your easiest two options there hoops coming up later five o'clock is when arkansas state and southern miss will tip off again that uh, pregame coverage with kate carlton is going to start up at 4 30 and i just i this is interesting for a lot of reasons once again you got two of the hottest teams in the sunbelt squaring off but you had that going on on wednesday when georgia southern and arkansas state played each other Eagles have won five in a row. A-State has won six out of their last seven, I think, at this point. So you've got a couple teams firing firing on all cylinders. And one of the big things you look at when these two teams have played each other previously is just how much improvement A-State showed from one game to the next. So these teams met for the first time back on January the 12th in Hattiesburg. And it was ugly. And we heard Kate Carlton go over the reasons why. But but A-State in that game was doomed by one big quarter. And that quarter was the third, where Ace Davis outscored 25-2. to two. That is just ugly, and there's no way to sugarcoat it. So that was a 25-point loss in that game in Hattiesburg. Not not competitive. A-State did not shoot it well. Um, A-State turned it over a million times, or 27, same thing, in that game. And Southern Miss scored 26 points off of it. It was just not, just not, not, that's an ugly box score. Now, one thing... Uh, of note, uh, that first meeting was when Izzy Higginbottom was still dealing with some of that plantar fasciitis. Now, she did play 19 minutes, but she was not 100% or anywhere even close to it in that one. In the second meeting, it was uh, it was different. You know, A-State actually held the lead in that game going into the fourth quarter. But then after that, you know, Southern Miss got all the momentum and, you know, they closed on a tear. And that's why they were able to win that game 68-59. 
but that was still a game that was played all the way back on January the 26th. Now, clearly, you know, Southern Miss surged to the finish line, right? They won five in a row. But Arkansas State is a significantly better basketball team right now than they were when these teams met in January. Like, it's not even close. So, one of the biggest things to me that has changed is is the confidence level. A-State right now, like, it's, it, they're, they're not a perfect team. Of course not. They make mistakes. But one of the things that has changed significantly for A-State over the past month is that they have not let those mistakes snowball. They have not let one turnover or a couple fouls or things like that just torpedo their chance of success and turn into, like, a self-implosion. They have not been doing that. Teams go on runs all the time. We saw that Wednesday with Georgia Southern. And what happened? A-State was able to kind of shake it off after a couple minutes and surge at the end and, and win that game. This is a different team than the one that played against Southern Miss back in January. I'm, I'm legit excited for this game tonight, especially after the way Wednesday's game went. You know, I was joking there with, with Cade Carlton about not being able to sit down, but he certainly was not the only person out there watching the final minutes of that game, standing up, pacing around the living room with your dog possibly staring at you like you had a screw loose. But I'm really excited to see what goes on tonight. Again, 4.30 pregame, 5 o'clock tip-off time. Uh, you know what? I, I tell you what. I know this was a super abbreviated segment, but let's go ahead and step aside, take one more break here before we switch topics and dive into some baseball talk. Arkansas State set for three at the time this weekend against Missouri State. We need to throw out some notes on that series, so we'll do it after we step aside here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Visiting with Sunbelt champion sprinter Miles Thomas. Whatever the answer is, give me the honest answer. When you got in the blocks for the final of the 60, are you racing those dudes or were you racing Jalen Bacon? Yeah, I, I knew I was going to beat those guys. I knew I knew that wasn't the race. You, just, you asked him to be honest. Yeah. He's being honest. Yeah, it was more so I was racing that time. Racing the 656, yeah. Jalen Bacon. It's the Second to None Podcast, presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Crack screen on your phone or tablet? Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. 
The National Wrestling Federation returns to the Greene County Fairgrounds in Paragould, Arkansas this Saturday, March 4th at 7.30 p.m. for a fundraiser for Faith Fellowship Youth. Five big matches on the card. Tickets are only $10 for adults and $5 for children aged 12 and under. Brought to you by Grateful Heads, Oak Grove Feed, Nutrition Up, Broken Spoke Tire, SCM Pawn, Brick Oven Pizza, Fence Builders Incorporated, and Baker Implement. That's the National Wrestling Federation at the Greene County Fairgrounds in Paragould this Saturday evening, bell time, 7.30 p.m. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. It's Mattress Madness. Get slam dunk deals during the Mattress Madness sale at Gamble Home Furnishings. Don't miss your shot. Save up to $1,000 off Beautyrest Black Mattresses. Score big savings on select Queen Mattresses, just $199. Stop by for a slam dunk demo. Come in for a 10-minute mattress demo and get a free $10 MasterCard gift card. No purchase necessary. Make a fast break to Gamble Home now for your Mattress Madness in the Farville Curve and on Highland in the Uptown in Jonesboro. Gamble Home. Shop local. Give local. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any state park visitor center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you, 930-3776. How would you describe the 22-23 season for Arkansas State Men's Basketball? That's today's KavanaughCars.com question. Brought to you by our great friends at KavanaughCars.com. Hey, uh, we tell you all the time that that is the best place to go if you are looking to buy a vehicle because of all of the different resources they have there, their full inventory, uh, their their ability to, to find out what your trade-in is going to get you. Uh, you can get pre-approved, all that good stuff. But it's also the best place to sell a vehicle. If you have a vehicle you need to sell, not not even necessarily trade-in, just flat-out sell, you need to hit up KavanaughCars.com because they make that process really easy for you. Uh, in fact, uh, right at the top of that webpage, it says, we buy cars, click here now. So you click there and a little box will pop up for you to input your name and a phone number for them to reach out to you. And that's, that's, that's how that process starts. You don't have to worry about haggling with scammers or spammers on social media. You talk to a real person at Kavanaugh Cars and, and they'll get that ball rolling. Then eventually, after you go through a couple steps, you're going to bring them a car and they're going to give you a check. 
Pretty cool, right? KavanaughCars.com. Let's talk baseball. As we've got uh, three games coming up this weekend for Arkansas State and Missouri State at the Tom. Uh, teams originally scheduled to play today, tomorrow, and Sunday. But no go today as they've decided to play two tomorrow. It was, uh, you know, a little bit of a dicey forecast for a little bit, for a couple days, about whether or not they'd be able to get one in tonight. You know, earlier in the week, they were calling for rain or even severe weather tonight. Now those uh, chances have lessened a little bit. Now probably, probably for the best that they are not playing today because that, I mean, it's, it's, rained a lot in the past 24 hours and I would bet that there is a small pond right now in right center so that'll help you drive the field just a little bit between today and tomorrow at least uh thankfully right now with some of the sun coming out and as windy as it is hopefully those fields will be in a little bit better shape for tomorrow's game so it is going to be a doubleheader beginning at two tomorrow with about 35 minutes uh following the end of game one until game two starts and they'll continue to have Game three, the series finale starting up at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Um, It is a game against Missouri State, who I think anybody who follows college baseball is well aware of the fact that 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 has been a solid program for quite a while. You look at where they were picked at the beginning of the season, and that was a team in the preseason Missouri Valley poll that was picked second after Southern Illinois. So far right now, Missouri State comes into the season and they're five and three overall. Uh, they're just two and two away. But most recently, their last time out, they were at home against 12th ranked Oklahoma State, and it was one of those games that was a slugfest. Uh, they eventually lost 12 to 10 in that game, but again, competitive throughout uh, for Missouri State and Oklahoma State. This is uh, a Missouri State team that comes in, and they are hitting the cover off the ball a little bit. Um, not necessarily with, with a huge advantage over A-State in terms of, of runs per game or batting average or anything like that. In fact, in terms of the early statistical comparison, some of those numbers are a little bit lower for Missouri State than they are for A-State. But where Missouri State really excels is home runs. They hit a lot, a lot, a lot of home runs at Hammonds Field. And since they have played five of their, excuse me, four, of their eight games there so far at Hammonds, which is widely considered to be a really <laughs> a, a park that really leans towards the hitters. Uh, they have hit a lot, a lot of long balls. 17 home runs for Missouri State to just four for A-State. Now, what I do like about the A-State offense this year is that this team has hit a boatload of doubles. And, I mean, that should be the, the strategy. Look, you're not going to hit it over the wall a ton at the time, especially not in the early part of the season where the wind blows in from game one to about game 30, um, if not even further than that. I mean, you got to get almost all the way to May before it seems like that wind is blowing out even any at all on a consistent basis. But right now that wind is almost always going to be blowing in. You're not going to hit very many home runs. So just hope you can hit a double to the wall, have something that, that rolls, and then use your speed, which the Red Wolves have significantly more of this year than in years past to be able to get you those extra base hits and, and put you in some scoring opportunities. So A-State has done that uh, this season. They are actually second nationally in doubles and also in doubles per game. So hopefully the Red Wolves can continue to just, you know, lean into that. Missouri State has won the last two in this series, so the Red Wolves trying to snap, snap that skid. 
and they'll do so behind a couple of familiar faces on the bump for A-State, but a little bit of a switch coming up for Game 3 on Sunday. Of course, in Game 1 coming up tomorrow, it's going to be Tyler Jeans, uh, the righty, who I, thir- I certainly feel like has, has performed admirably through his first two starts this year for A-State. That ERA is just a little over two. And what I love about Tyler Jeans' numbers so far is the strikeout-to-walk ratio. 14 strikeouts to three walks. Now, he's going to continue to face some more challenging lineups as the year goes on. But, uh, you know, his numbers were about the same against Illinois State as they were against UAPB, despite the fact that the competition wrapped up, uh, ramped up, excuse me, pretty dramatically. So I'm looking forward to continuing to see him start, uh, seeing if, if he can continue to maintain those strong starts. I think he's turned in a couple of quality starts so far. Uh, so hopefully more of that coming up tomorrow uh, for the first game. For game two tomorrow, A-State is going to stick with their lefty. Hunter Draper. Uh, he's not really necessarily a, a huge strikeout po- power arm guy. He's more of like the crafty lefty. But numbers are still good there. And then you look to Sunday, and that's kind of where it gets interesting, is the Red Wolves are going to start righty Kyler Carmack instead of Capella. Uh, Carmack, had he pitched in the midweek and pitched well. And the interesting thing about Carmack is is just his, his youth. He's a redshirt freshman. And also the fact that Carmack is is a two-way player. Um, he'll get some at-bats uh, at a couple different points in this series. But he's kind of raised some eyebrows early. So they're going to give him a start Sunday and see how that goes. I'm interested to see how that unfolds for the Red Wolves. In terms of what uh, Missouri State is going to be throwing out there, they've got three right-handed starters and some pretty good numbers. The one that really gets my attention, um, obviously looked like they're they're – Game one guy is going to be good. Their typical Friday night guy is going to be good. Uh, but their Sunday guy has 13 strikeouts this year and, and has not walked a batter. That impresses me always when you're the type of player that is going to limit the opposition's mistakes and opportunities. So maybe the Red Wolves might have to work a little bit harder Sunday to make things happen against him because it certainly appears that he is not going to be giving out any free passes. In terms of, you know, what I want to see from A-State baseball this weekend at the time, kind of the, the same thing that I want to see at the, the beginning of the season, and that's just making sure that these box scores from this weekend don't look like last year's box scores. And what I mean by that is uh, just the fact that, you know, again, the, the main theme last year was just too many mistakes, too many errors, too many unearned runs, too many walks. And A-State had this really good tendency to beat itself in addition to not being very good and letting other teams beat it as well. So you just got to cut out the self-inflicted mistakes and take it down a notch with the errors. And hopefully when we come back on Monday, we'll be recapping a couple wins. That would be nice. Again, your game time's coming up on Saturday is when that doubleheader will start at 2 p.m. 35 minutes between game one and game two. And then the series will wrap up on Sunday at one o'clock. And uh, the Saturday games will both be here on the ticket Sunday. I hope that that Sunday game is going to be airing on KBTM. Because I'm hoping there will be a conflict with A-State women's basketball. That is that is what I am hoping. Uh, looking at the weather for the rest of this weekend. Should have absolutely zero issues whatsoever. Getting these three games in as they are now scheduled. 
mostly sunny, 59 tomorrow. Sunday should be gorgeous, mostly sunny, and 65. Maybe a little breezy, but nothing crazy. So that's the forecast for the rest of the weekend. Uh, looking elsewhere at, at NCAA News, I'm sure it's a good, it, I'm not, I'm sure it will be a busy weekend across the slate for college baseball. Don't have necessarily any of the marquee matchups in front of me, but there's also a ton going on, of course, with, with conference tournaments and in football news as well. In terms of other conferences, I'm really sad that Antoine Davis of Detroit Mercy, well, his season's over. And he fell three points shy of breaking Pistol Pete's. Breaking that record uh, from Pistol Pete in terms of the all-time NCAA scoring record. Didn't quite happen. But still a phenomenal career regardless. Hey, let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline and check in with D-Money. How are you? You don't want the real answer. <laughs> um, but I'm okay. I'm living. Okay. Uh, I told you I'd call in with the wrestling thing from this past weekend, and I'm going to be true to my word. Okay. Um, Cabot uh, won the 6A guys division. First time that somebody from the central part of the state has won that since, I want to say, like 2013. Uh, 5A Van Buren boys, they won that. Uh, going away, they won by over 24 points. Uh, they absolutely dominated the tournament. They really just put together just a very solid performance. Uh, so I was really happy for them. And Pottsville, as I predicted, absolutely ran away with the uh, 4A division. Uh, they won state by, I believe, 77 points. Nice. So that is, yeah, that's that's a skull dragon. I mean, that is absolutely phenomenal that you can win by that much. Uh, I believe their entire team got third or better, and I believe they had four individual, no, six individual champions. So they were uh, very, very dominant. On the girls' side of things, uh, no surprises. Cersei won the Division Two title by quite a few points, and then the Rogers girls won the uh, the Division One girls' side, and they did it in pretty convincing fashion as well. So it was a uh, it was a good weekend of wrestling. Uh, one of my fellow officials uh, had a pedometer on and he walked 21.6 miles. So I was somewhere in that neighborhood. It was a lot of exercise. Yeah, that is holy moly. Yeah. Not to mention you're doing up-downs all the while. Yeah, yeah. You got to see what's going on on the mat. Yeah, yeah. So it's a... Uh, it was a, it was an interesting couple of days to say, and uh, some other things have been going. I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, but life's been kicking me in the backside lately. I so, I have not. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, uh, and not me personally, but my wife's health took a pretty nasty turn. So that kind of stinks. But I digress. Hopefully, the baseball team continues their winning ways for a state and. Uh, Everything else goes well, but like I said, I just wanted to be a man of my word and fulfill my promise on reporting on wrestling. Well, thank you for being a man of your word. We'll keep you and your wife in our prayers. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Kara. Thanks, D-Money. Bye-bye. We will go ahead and, and step aside. We need to take one more break today, so we will do so. We will have our phone lines open during the break at 9303776, but we'll come back and uh, we'll wrap up this show this week here on the Workday Red Zone right after this.
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. March Madness is here. And Mr. T's is a slam dunk when it comes to getting ready for tournament action. Stock up on everything you need with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, make a fast break to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Best savings anywhere at First National Bank. For a limited time only, a 13-month CD special at 4.03 annual percentage yield. You can visit fnbank.net slash specials to lock in your rate today. Also available by visiting any of our 23 locations in Arkansas and Tennessee. 13 months, 4.03 APY at First National Bank. Offer valid as of November 17, 2022. Rate subject to change. Valid at all locations. $1,000 minimum to open. Penalty for early withdrawal. Member FDIC equal housing lender. After such a wild winter, your lawn and trees deserve some TLC. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service this spring. Broken limbs, storm damage, diseased and dangerous trees, J&K can handle it all from fertilization and treatment to trimming and removal. They'll have your yard happy and healthy again before you know it. Ready for barbecues, tire swings, and running barefoot through the grass. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service today at 897-1329 to get your yard ready for all spring has to offer. J&K Lawn and Tree Service. Sometimes the easiest upgrades make a home feel brand new, and new flooring is often one of those updates. Swapping worn-out floors or dated-looking carpet for luxurious wood-look vinyl plank is a quick and affordable way to transform a dated space into a modern home you can be proud of. With the largest selection of in-stock vinyl plank flooring at the guaranteed lowest price, Home Outlet is the destination for all of your home remodel needs. Visit the team at your local 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today. CareLink, Central Arkansas's area agency on aging, strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and meals on wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Exquisite Corpse, a very unusual and completely amazing story pieced together out of so many parts that it is not possible to describe them all here, so go ahead and just start reading. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock and one freezing cold rushing black mountain river. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns, especially the elephant clown party, that led up to now, but there isn't enough time because there is a ticking clock and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. In a sleeping berth in the third car from the end of the train are two children, 11-year-old twins who have just run away from the circus. The girl's name is Nancy, the boy's name is Joe. They have no idea that those are not their true names, though they will figure it out soon enough. To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Cheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. This exciting message is brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. What if one day you went to your secret hiding place, and instead of what you came for, you found a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP? What would you do? Would you stop and give it some thought? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, know that there is help. 
you can quit. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. We welcome you back here into the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you here. We got Stickman waiting patiently on the right fiber hotline. Stickman, how you doing? I'm good, Kara. How about you? Hey, doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, good. No problem. Appreciate your show so much. Uh, love what our, our ASU ladies are doing, and they are right now the, the epitome of peaking at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's just the epitome of that statement. You know, Coach Coach Dez has told everybody within earshot for about two months that her team, that she, no, even when this team was not playing well, just over and over, I have confidence in this team. Y'all just watch my team is about to go on a run. And she said it over and over and over. And I think, I think she literally spoke it into existence because look at what this team is doing. They're making their head coach look really smart. Oh, yeah. And, and she knows what she has. She knows the talent that they've got out there, and they are so their, – their chemistry is so good right now. And I love what you said a while ago about uh, they're not making those costly mistakes. They get, they get a lead, and then they let it dwindle away because they come down the court and they turn it over three or four times in a row. I saw that happen a lot early yeah. on in the season. And they're not doing that now. And I think you made a great point pointing that out, and I, I noticed the same thing. They they don't fold, they don't rattle, they don't. They're not making those silly mistakes that they were making early in the year, and that that just we. There's no doubt we can score the basketball. No doubt about it. We've got some shooters. We got some. You know, Anna Anna Griffin is just incredible. You know, I don't know how Kapinga's knee is going to be if she's going to be full strength or not. She was. She was hobbling a little bit when she came back in, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I think a day's rest will be a, a probably really good for that. Uh, have you heard anything? Did well, Cade we, say anything about that? We actually talked with Cade uh, right at the beginning of this hour and, and asked specifically about Melody Kapinga, and he said like he said things should should be okay tonight, to the best of his knowledge. Of course, she's been working with the trainers. Um, they have they have a lazy river in front of their hotel, but. But that's been helping her do, you know, you can do some, some work there in water uh, to help keep things things loose and do a little bit more work there that, that I'm sure that's been kind of helping with some hydrotherapy and things like that. So so to the best of everybody's knowledge, it sounds like she's she's certainly a go tonight. Yeah, good. She's a course inside. I think she's a really, really good. And, I mean, Southern Miss, they're no joke. So hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll catch them on an off day and, we haven't had a whole lot of off days in the last couple of weeks, so I hope that I hope that stays true. And then I just want to shout out to all the Northeast Arkansas high school teams that are still alive in the state playoff. It is so good. I mean, Brooklyn boys and girls, Rector pulled a pretty good upset last night, just blew out the number one seed out of the West, which was just incredible. And we could be looking at a Rector Bay semifinal. That'd be awesome. Okay over in Rector. So if Bay wins today, that's going to set up an incredible game tomorrow with Rector and Bay to see who goes to the to the state finals next week. 
and Blavel's still going, you know, Blavel and there'll be a Blavel Farmington matchup. Farmington is like forty and zero. <laughs> They're incredibly good. You might have a, a finals in the semifinals. That's really dry. That's really true because they could meet in the semifinals, which is really sad. <laughs> but that's the way it is. Yeah. Uh, and Jonesboro is just insane. I mean, everybody knew that when they moved up to six A, it was not going to be a problem. Yeah, they uh, hammered. What was that? Sixty-one to twenty-eight. Was it twenty-eight? Yeah. It was it was like 30, 32 to eight at halftime. Yikes! I mean, and that's against a you know pretty good Bentonville team. You know, I mean, I know they were the four out of the West, but the West is pretty strong. Uh, but yeah, it was thirty-two to eight at halftime, and it was. I mean, he played his subs most of the second half. Yeah. We give his guys some rest, which is going to be really, really good because they're going to they'll play Springdale Harbor or Cabot in the semis, and it could be a number one, number two final in Hot Springs if Bentonville, Bentonville West, Bentonville West is according to some is number one, and Jonesboro's number two. Some say Jonesboro's number two, one in the state, and Bentonville West is number two. But anyhow. If Bentville West keeps winning and Jonesboro, you know, takes care of Harbor or Cabot, then uh, it'll be a great, great final. And, you know, last year, Jonesboro mercy ruled in their championship games. <laughs> they're, just, they're just good, Kara. I don't know if you've been able to watch them at all, but it's just Coach Swift, he, he's best coach around, I guarantee you. I mean, he just he's just good. And he just he just kind of reloads every year. Yeah, and he's so deep on the bench. They don't really have good. they just don't have off years. They they might have a year. They there's been a year or two in there when he's been the head coach where they have not been the best team in the state. But those those years have been kind of the exception instead of the rule. That's exactly right. And you know I'm a proud alum of JHS and Coach Swift and I are friends, and it's just neat to watch how his teams just take care of business off the court and you know his, his guys don't get in any trouble they're good kids yeah uh and, and they just doing what he has to do and i i think they bought a pretty good road to the finals i mean they beat cabot pretty good two times in a row in conference springdale harbor i don't know what they've got but we'll it may be a good matchup it may not be but anyway kudos to the northeast arkansas teams that are still in it and i'm hoping to get to Blabble or Rector one to watch watch some uh, maybe tomorrow, but it's just been good to see those high school teams doing so well. No doubt, Stickman. We appreciate the phone call today. All right, Kara, go Ed, go Red Wolves. No doubt, and uh, I get, go to all the high school teams. I'll take a take a quote from Red Wolf Mark, as so many are still in action. That JHS game, by the way, tomorrow against either Harbor or Cabot uh, is going to be on the Wolf uh, ninety five nine. The Wolf at one o'clock. Of course, we've got Brooklyn action coming up tonight on KISS FM. So that's exciting. That's going to tip off at 7 o'clock. you got the girls up first against Gentry. And then the boys are going to be taking the court in the game after that. They're going to be playing the Sand Lizards. One of my <laughs> so many good mascots in this state. But they'll be taking on Dardanelle. And, of course, there's several great teams in the area that, you know, we're not going to be broadcasting, but I hope you can get out and about and watch some of those games. Should be fun. It's pretty much a wrap for us here. Just kind of waiting on the music to play us off the air. 
Ryan James with the countdown on the other side of the glass. And that is a wrap this week on the Workday Red Zone. Hey, really appreciated everybody who called, commented, texted, tweeted today and all that. And all this week as well. Uh, certainly could not do this without you. You guys help uh, the time go by a whole whole lot faster so thank you again big thank you to Cade Carlton who joined us on the phone earlier today again you can hear him on the call tonight five o'clock for Arkansas State women's basketball against Southern Miss in the quarterfinals of the Sunbelt Conference tournament your pregame coverage starts at 4 30. Keep it here the day and Patrick show is on the way next then the drive then some hoops have it back here Monday morning for the front row with Budra at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio comes your way following that at 10. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to hope that on Monday we are not on air. Because if we're not, it means Arkansas State women's basketball is playing in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game. So so maybe we'll talk to you Tuesday. Does that sound all right? Thanks again. For Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for listening this week. Can't wait to talk to you whenever we get to talk to you next. Have a great, great weekend. <laughs>